was a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me <laughs> It's Erica Mona. It's Dario. And this is Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to start? I don't like it. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. 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 That was lit. New, 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 new theme song. It's official. It's official. It's official. No, 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 no. New theme song. Okay. Alert. Okay. Damn. Wow. How? What? Do you, well, listen. I know y'all heard that. What do y'all think? What do y'all think? What do you think about it? One should have said cross culture gonna be. Hey, yeah. Cause we guess, cause guess what we did? We produced it. We sure did. We made it ourselves. We did. In a lab. Guess what? <laughs> we did that. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, that was nice. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Okay. I wanna bring you guys something different. Oh, something original, on. authentic. Come on. Now. Real. Notice of the, the culture. Every, yes. Since we've since we've said we're in year three, notice the small development. Okay. Talking about small. No, not just the level up. Okay. Now you're talking about Come level on. up. Level up. Yes. I like it. I'm proud of us. Good job, girl. Good, good job. job. I like it. Yeah. That was a good one. But yeah, y'all, this is going to be our theme. Because at the end of the day, you know how we like to start this episode? You do that. I don't have to do that. No, I thought we were going to do this as air. Come on. Uh, no. Well, before we start, how was your week? How's the highlight of your week? Okay. How are you? How are you feeling? What is the highlight of my week? And what made you smile for this week? Guys, okay, okay. Ooh, I'm going to get vulnerable. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what made me smile this week, guys, is I personally, I struggle setting boundaries. Okay. And I think that this week, I really worked on setting a boundary. All right. And it's really hard for me, especially with people that I really care about. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to set boundaries. And this week... I I enforced a boundary for myself. Mm. Um, so, you know, let's hope that I maintain it. Yeah, I hope so, too. And I'm proud of myself for trying because it'd be hard. For, it'd really be hard for me to be like, I just be so like, oh, my God, people going to be mad. People going to hate me. I know, I've, right? I've burned the bridge. But not necessarily. It doesn't have to be a, a bridge burn. No, I was going to get real deep, but we'll... we'll, we'll another we'll, time. Another day. Well, good job. I'm proud of you for that because many, you know... Uh, with the boundaries thing, it's mainly for you. Right. You know, sometimes we think it's like for the other person, but it's for you. Yeah. You know, so good job. And I hope you're able to maintain it. Yeah. Thanks. Um, What made me smile this week, this week, this week? I had Wednesday off, so that was nice. Mm. Unfortunately, my son is sick at the moment, so it's kind of like, uh, oh. yeah. But I have Sunday off, so that's something I'm looking oh, forward that's good. to. Yeah. So now, like, you know, as an entrepreneur, Trying to find a balance of like, I don't want to get into that kind of stuff. <sighs> I have to grind, hustle yeah. every single day. Please, I can't come and kill myself. Like, because I feel like, life. yeah, like I was in that like work, 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 work. But it's just like, okay, your body's tired. Are you resting? Yeah. Are you enjoying moments with the sun? Are you enjoying life? Like, okay, yeah. you know? So my goal is to have Wednesday and Sundays off. Like, I want to have the two, you know, days off that everyone has in a week. You know what I mean? 
Um, so that is something that I am, that put a smile on my face that, okay, I'm setting my official schedule of this is what it's going to be. You setting your own boundaries. Absolutely. Professional boundaries. Look at us <laughs> setting boundaries and whatnot. Okay. But anyway, um, hope you guys also have something to make you smile this week. Um, try to, you know, remember it and enjoy that moment because life is definitely short. But Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the hot topics. Hot topics. So this week um, in hot topics, we're going to start with this situation that kind of went viral on TikTok. So a Texas woman was rushed to the ER after she finds a napkin that seemingly was laced with poison that was Mm. placed in her car door handle. Um, So I don't know how many of you saw this TikTok, but I also saw this TikTok. And essentially she was out with her husband. And, you know, regular, regular. She's celebrating her birthday. Yeah, it was just a regular, regular day. They was about to go tee up, you know, husband bay vibes. And she saw a napkin stuffed into her um, door handle. And, you know, she kind of took the tip of it. It wasn't like she mm-hmm. grabbed it. She took the tip of it, flung it to the side. And she describes that soon after that, she began feeling weak. She started feeling wheezy. She had to throw up. And then she was rushed to the ER where um, they confirmed that she was poisoned. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do think that this is a part of potential sex trafficking. Yes, because, you know, this is not even the first time we've heard of this. Um, I feel like a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, it was a white lady actually also reported, like, she touched a napkin. Mm. No, it wasn't napkin. It was money that she touched. Damn. I think it was money that she touched. And out of, it was one of those two. I can't really remember. But out of that, she found herself in the ER, and it, it was said that it was poison and mm. whatever she touched. And, yeah, back to what you said, it's kidnapping. It's a whole kidnapping scheme that people, it's just crazy because there's so many type of kidnapping schemes they, go, they have going on, mm. especially targeting women. You know, first they say, you know, if you see Somebody like egg your car, or put something in your windshield. Don't touch it. Just let it be. Or if you're driving someone through something in your car, just keep going. You know, like don't stop. So it's just where like, because naturally you see someone stuff something in your car handle that you would touch to open your door. Because yeah. naturally you have to touch your car handle. So now if you see something, gee, go to the other door, pass on the side. Because I guess I pr- apparently they're waiting for you. To pass out and to pick you up and to take you. Yeah, I saw the same thing similarly with somebody posting that um, they leave, like, zip ties mm-hmm. on, on the handle to let it be known that she's a single woman. Absolutely. So that she's a single woman that's alone. She's available so that sex traffickers can be aware or something. It's just a lot of things going on in this world, you all. Like, for real, every day it's, it's a bunch of new information. So please be careful. Just everybody, be vigilant, oh, be careful, pay attention to what's going on or in your surroundings. Also shows how ladies. hard it is to be a woman too. Yeah. Like you kind of always, not even kind of, but you always have this fear. Like you have to, as Chicagoans, we normally, we have this natural instinct of always looking over our shoulders because yeah. you live in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? But as a woman, it's kind of like times five, mm-hmm. you know, but as you said, be safe. Next in the news, so apparently male genitalia enhancements has become really, really popular, and BBLs are going out the window. The CEO, the CEO um, of the leading med spa for celebrities in South Florida, basically basically gives tea on the new surgery trends. Okay, she has a really um, famous clientele, which includes Odell Beckham, oh. Fifty Cent. Why she put them out there? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they got male enhancement. They got some. What Odell get? But she said, <laughs> she said most of the men stepping foot in her practice are seeking genitalia enhancements, a procedure done with either fillers 
or surgery. At the moment, we're we're seeing a major shift in men getting plastic surgery. Yes. Men have really stepped up and are getting way more surgery than we think. Period. A lot of men get liposuctions. They're getting the Etch-A-Sketch app. Gee, that app's They're dingy. getting their hair lining. No, I'm going to tell you all the surgeries men get. Like, period. Men are getting all that shit. Men are getting their thighs done to be calves, to be calves done. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not surprised that they upped it up to male genitalia. Because even that, like, the app thing that gets, like, 5K, I'm like, oh, that's not too expensive. That's not. And you finance it. G, you don't pay up front. Yeah. This girl I know got a boob job, G. And she told, she broke down that shit to me, G. All she had to put down was, like, 239 okay. $239? Yes. Not 2K? No. It was Ooh. like, because her whole breast augmentation was like 4K. And then she financed it. It was, it was just a financing program. Like, it's like a car. Your bra note. Like a car note. Yeah. Your bra note. I think she did put down like 1K just to start, but like mm-hmm. it's like 239 Wow. So, what do you think about this penis enhancement? I think that's weak. <laughs> it's not the same as women getting breast implants or vaginal rejuvenation, what a coochie rejuvenation. Yeah, tight it's not nipping. the same. Why not? Is Only it- because one is maintenance and the other is falsification. It's forgery. The, what about the breast implant? That's not maintenance. I'm it's not, not always that. maintenance. But that's not like sex it's not private per part? se. It's not? That's aesthetics. That's not. The, but it's also part of a, a body private it part. Is part, of part of a, of it is part of sex in like a, an, an external way, but the person it affects is me still. Okay. Your penis affects me in sex. So I'm going to feel like this fake ass penis. But if it's doing a job, girl, you probably don't even know it's enhanced. I'm going to know. Pro- I'm going to feel that balloon dick. <laughs> Not the balloon dick. Like, this has too much air in it. It's like, like I'm squeezing this shit. It's this tip. <laughs> hollow as hell, boy. No, wait to it. I'm dead. Why are we, why are we squeezing our fingers? Because you going to have it in your... <laughs> Let me shut up. I'm oh, no, 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 give, no, give us the tea. You no, say you're going to have it in your what? It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, hey, do what makes you happy. I just say, again, as we tell women who do BBL. Everything don't, caution. Okay, don't go to cheap surgeons. Make sure, get your dick done. Make sure you get it done well, okay? I just can't even imagine what that surgery is like. Is it similar to the trans-type surgery? Because I feel like once you mess up with the penis, you're doing a lot. I mean, trans is different, you know? Um, and you're saying, like, trans to what, though? Like, like just penis that whole, to vagina or vagina to penis? What's Catherine Avery, a urologist? Like, that's all urology. Uh, yeah, I think yes, but also it's too plastic at the same time. Yeah, it's like play, it's like Jackson and Catherine, mama. Yeah. Son duo. Um, but as they said, they said it's like also fillers is also a method. So, you know, like how the people trying to get that fillers. girth. Ooh. Yeah. You know, like with poop, people, shake, you know, fillers in their faces and their lips. So it's, I guess, kind of gives it that swollen, like thick effect. But my question is. Would it always have that filler look even when it's soft? Well, ooh. You know what I'm saying? Cause or is it when fillers, it's hard, you see that? But fill. I feel like I feel like you put in the fillers on soft. I don't think you put them in on hard. I think you put them in on soft. So then by the time it grow, it just grow with it. I have no idea. I don't know. So I, that's what I'm curious would, about. Would you be okay if your man wanted to? Plus, I know my man is not gonna want that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm just saying. I know he's not gonna want it. He Why are you speaking need- for him? You don't know what men want. I know he don't need it because I he don't. I don't need it. Whoa. He don't need it. Whoa. <laughs> but if he does, but if it was a situation where like maybe he does need it, you know, no, <laughs> what I mean, situation? If it's- I'm just saying. Let's say I was dealing with a. If I was dealing dating or married to a man who needs 
or who has a small penis. Mm-hmm. Let's just be frank. He, if the man has a small penis, and like, oh, this is an option. He said, hey, what do you think about me getting fillers? I mean, let's read the paperwork. Let me see an example of what filler look like. I want to see pictures. To but it's like honest, it's not by force. Like I wouldn't put someone. I won't make someone get it. I have a friend who is dealing with a guy. He's an amazing guy to her. Super sweet. Okay. All the boyfriend things. Kid you not though. An erect penis is three inches, and this is not me. No, no exaggeration. I'm not even trying to be funny. This is scientific as I'm speaking right now. Damn. Like very, it's like borderline micro. Like it's it's tough. So. All jokes aside, when I think of things like this, I think of people like that because it's yeah, like, yeah, I think he can. There's he some people where it's like, gee, there's it's almost abnormal. At least take it to five inches. It's gonna make me feel pedophilic dealing with that. Damn, because it's like I've never encountered such. I feel like it's prepubescent. I so, think we do have conditions. I don't know if it's a medical yeah. condition, but because I guess maybe in the sense it's the same where some women are like legit flat chested. Yeah, like some or some women are very dry. But you know there's lube for that, though. Oh, true. Like, I guess just use hella lube. True. You know what I'm saying? But people that really are, like, super flat-chested, that you're like, like, you don't have no fat in your breast. Like AA cups. Yes. Like, it's like, she could could, could go without wearing a bra. Like, it wouldn't even matter. Nothing finna jiggle. Yeah. Nothing finna sag. Gonna move nothing. So, I guess maybe it's similar in a sense, because it's like, what are you sucking on? You're pulling the nipple? Yeah. Damn. But I guess in the same way, it's like, because the breast isn't the main sex organ. You know what I'm saying? Because women's too passive for that's that. How, that's how I was saying with the implants. It's like, it's not the main, the main sex, sex organ. organ. And it's not the, uh, the exchanged sex organ. It's not. Yeah, you know breast is saying? not the, it's, it's like, like penis like, vagina. It's like, if you do something to my breast, you're doing it more for me. I mean, if you get off on that, but more so, it's... For me, as you said, aesthetic. I to feel look, the... Look yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that's not the exchange. Good luck to your Francis. Dang, I mean, I mean it's, they do say people like who have those conditions, they're really good with head, like oral. Which is what she said. Good luck to her. So. I mean, hey. I mean, you know, now they have skin, skin deodo. Yeah. You know, we're just seeing the other day, they have like where it's like prototype skin. Skin like dildo. Mm. So it's not the rubbery flesh no yeah. more. So, hey, they, you know, they can manage with that. I'm like... Love is deep. It's deeper than the physical. Mm. Come on. Come on. Don't, no, no, don't let us be basic. Don't no, let it us is be deeper than the physical. Can I do it? I don't know about that. But I'm just encouraging not love is deep. on a lifelong basis. Damn, you said she's going to cheat? I mean, they're not together. Uh, <laughs> would, you, would you cheat? I wouldn't be together either. <laughs> Hell no. Shit, but since we talking about cheating, that that takes us to our next topic. So, um, social media relationship guru, because I think that that fits her well. Dana Chanel um, had another video that went viral. And in that video, she talks about never using sex as a weapon against her husband. Um, So a lot of people, you know, you get into it with your man or something, and he want to, you know, he want to have a little fun underneath the covers. And you like, baby, no. Mm -hmm. No, I don't want to because you, mm, you acted some type of way or whatever, whatever. She's saying... That we as women shouldn't do that. That she never does that. I actually hear that a lot okay. from women who say don't use sex as a woman as a weapon. Mm-hmm. I think that saying like 
I feel like if you're legit tired, you had a very long day or you're sick yeah. and you say no, I think that's okay. Yes. That should be okay. Yeah, I can deny. You know what I'm saying? Like, he should know, like, okay, baby's really tired. Like, as much as they say, oh, all you gotta do is just lay there. But no, coming you know, out, sex is also, you know what I mean? Like, it's also the experience. You wanna give your, you wanna pleasure your husband too. Mm. But I think in, in the when she says don't use it on a weapon, it means like, you know, if you are mad at your husband or you guys have a disagreement on a certain situation, you know what I'm saying? And there are moments where you may not like your partner because they may act in a certain way, they're a little bit different, whatever. You shouldn't use it as a weapon like because he didn't do this for me or because he didn't show up in the way I want him to show up, then I'm not going to fuck him or give him sex. So, you know, because as we know, you know, I believe that as women, we are more emotional creatures. I mm-hmm. think we're more intelligent creatures. You know, emotionally intelligent, mentally more intelligent than men. That's what I believe. But men, the way they really bond with us is through the physical. Now, at the same time, they know how to have sex and have sex without any, without any like, bonding Black or whatever. But how they really bond with their partner is through the physical. Yeah. So I do agree to some level to not use it as a weapon. Because it's the same way, like, even if you're mad at me and I want some dick, like, baby, babe, give me some action now. <laughs> I would say this. It, I, I'm a girl, I like to be talked to nicely always. Like, I, I, I really, especially in this era of my life, I was just telling somebody that this era of my life is like, I need to be motivated into sex. Mm. Like, I'm not in a... I can have sex just to have sex. I thought we passed that age. I'm really past. I'm really past like the, the, Boom. I, the ready. that I want to just oh the moment the opportunity here so I gotta take it like you know what I mean like I'm I'm not moved. I really need to be moved into sex these days. Thanks. So if my husband isn't moving me for some weird reason, mm-hmm. that's something we gotta talk about because it's like. It's different to be, like, annoyed because it's like you were supposed to pick up the kids today and then I ended up having to change my schedule and pick up the kids. That's a different annoyance. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to have sex later today, you still got to motivate me, but I'll do it. Mm-hmm. It's different to be, like, you're mean to me or... Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Or you, you know, you just completely negligent or you just... You're not doing your husband duties you, as well. Exactly. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not making me want you in that way, too. I just think that... Rhetoric like this is a little dangerous because, you know, it comes from women having nothing other than sex as a bargaining tool when men cut your credit cards because you pissed them off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm rewatching Housewives of Atlanta, and um, I'm in this segment where Sheree was trying to, like, reconnect with Bob. Um, oh, her, her ex-husband? Her ex-husband, what? the father of her kids. And she talks about how, like, he would cut up the credit cards and he would do this, that, and the other. And I think often about how women from generations previous to us really had to depend on men. Like, you know, we talk about it in a glamorous way, like niggas tricking off on us. Mm-hmm. But these women, that was their livelihood. That's, yes. That was like very much like as women today, we cannot have the lives we have at all without no men in our That's lives. why I cannot be a housewife because I have that fear. It's a, it's a big fear. So I think that, you know, the autonomy of our body as women has been for so long our only bargaining chip it's our only it's it really is our only tool in in the power dynamics of marriage that's why prostitution is the oldest profession g it is because you know it's like i think that even when you get married at the end of the day there is a level of submission that comes with marriage Mm -hmm. you know from as simple as taking the last name to everything in between Mm -hmm. so sex is our only like ace of Mm -hmm. you know it's our only spade in in the hand like 
hey, my husband pay all the bills. He take care of me. I'm pregnant, so I need my hand Woo, woo, woo. But he ain't going to get this pussy, though. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Yeah. And then, you know, the That's way society is set up, too, there's also like, well, if he, if you ain't giving the pussy, you're going to find somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just so much put against us as women. Like, you're not giving it to him. Somebody else is going to give it to him. And they so give he, them the right to do that. Exactly. They and give it, men the right to do they that. They also give this notion of that, oh, as women, we're also not sexual creatures. You know? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, I did have a, a frank conversation with... Um, a family member of mine, I'm just keeping it that way. Mm-hmm. A friend comes to the family, a male family member, and he was, you know, male's perspective. I like to hear their point of view yeah. because it's obviously different. And he was like, you know, typically a man can't go like two, three weeks without sex. You know, a yeah. man who's active, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's like, you know, like if you're married to a man or if you're engaged or you're in relationship with a man, like definitely even, you know, you do need to please him in that sense. And it's just like, okay, what about me? Y'all act like I only want to please, be pleased oh, with money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't just want to be pleased with money. I want you to be a stand-up guy in this family. I want you to be present and be available. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, men also deny women, too. Let's not get it twisted. Okay. Let's get it twisted. There have been moments that I've also experienced where I'm just like, oh, like, I'm in a mood, but, oh, you tired. You're not in the mood. Or you had a bad day at work, so you moody. So you don't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like. It, it goes both ways. It's just so many preach that makes, sure, I guess, because men are this sexual beings. Yeah, I had to do which I get. No job, so he wasn't feeling frisky. Like, men be yeah. sad when they're poor. Absolutely. So I get it that men are sexual beings, and maybe maybe sometimes more than women, depending on the situation. I get it. Like, that is their, their bread and butter, have sex with them. But it's just like, you know, it goes both ways. So, yes, I do agree. Don't use it as a weapon. But I believe it goes both ways. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It goes both ways. You know what I mean? Like, if your woman wants some loving, some okay. action, she wants some head, give it to her. If your husband wants something too, give it to him. Because sometimes as women, I do know that sometimes we do get caught up in what we're going through. Our emotions or, you know, annoyance, whatever the case may be. And we tend to, like, be like, forget him. Which is not right. So, I agree with that. But... Girl, I should go both ways. Okay. Please. Oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> so, we know that many things have been going on right now in uh, society. First, it was COVID. Now, it is monkeypox. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> ee I'm dead. You remember in beauty shop, every time she said monkey bread, she's like, ee Oh, my goodness. Um, but basically, this specific guy, um, Dwayne Cali, he went on TikTok just, you know, he was trying to give his inspirational video about, like, know who to keep in your circle, know who to be there for you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we can see that he clearly has monkeypox. That shit clear. He has monkeypox. It's clear. But he was also drinking from a McDonald's cup. And he was saying, like, yeah, I just came from McDonald's. Kind of, you know, just going in, whatever, you know, rant he was giving. But he got real backlash, like, how dare you come from McDonald's knowing that you have monkeypox? Like, yeah. how dare you? That's fucked up. So, do you, was he wrong? I mean, the man got to eat. He could Uber eat. Now, in today's society, when there's, like, so many options for mm-hmm. food delivery, that's inexcusable. Do you think, what if he, because we know, listen, we know how Uber eats. Your meal, actual meal could be $10, but you order Uber Eats it makes it, it makes it twenty five dollars. Mm. So what if he could not? He could only afford that fat sixty nine. Mm-hmm. Like to go pick it up himself. 
Well, that sucks, man. I mean, I think that there's still ways he could have went about it. I you agree. know, went to I mean, even if the thing was he had to go through the drive through, he could still did a contactless payment, which maybe he did. Maybe he just tapped his phone. Mm, McDonald's, no. Starbucks does the Dunkin' Donuts does it. Starbucks does McDonald's. it. Wendy's does McDonald's. it. I've done that McDonald's. But it may not, but you know, McDonald's is funny because not all the location has that option, though. Yeah, because I've done it at, at some different McDonald's where and I And they just, have, like, just tap your they card. They just pull the shit out, like, oh, here, and I just put my phone and they tap mm-hmm. it. So maybe, I think. Hopefully, that's what he did. But you know what I'm thinking? Because, you know, I see a lot of videos of individuals who were born without arms who mm. do drive, mm-hmm. right? They go to, like, um, fast food restaurants because, and they have this extra, like, it's like a specific like stick tool oh. that they use to, like grab things and stuff. As you said, I think there's a way you could go about it. May I hope I hope he wore like a glove. Right. You Wearing gloves would have been cool. Wear a glove or a stick or, you know, just something or say, Hey, just put it in my car. I don't know. I mean I do think that's what's wrong with America though. In what sense? It's just that like there's too much focus on the individual and not the society. Explain. In America, Which is true, but explain. Because it's like, you know, in in a lot of societies, mm-hmm. um, in, some, in some places, I feel like the norm would have been like, he's this sick, somebody would have delivered, there would have been access to delivery, you know, it would have been some, maybe even a food delivery program, mm-hmm. like, and, and, or it's just like, it just shouldn't be this deep that you have to go, it wasn't even no good ass meal, it was fucking it's McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if that was the case, you could have ordered some pizza, you could have ordered some Chinese, you yeah. could have, you know what I mean? Like, I just think that if you, with him being in this predicament, for him to not even think like, oh, maybe let me, yeah, chill out it's selfish. Or, you know what I mean? it just was completely selfish it was, it was just completely selfish i saw the tiktok of you know you know they mentioned we saw on shade window of like first woman to get it because you know first when we think think about or oh, even when they talk about monkeypox it's mainly like oh lgbt community yeah that was blah, horrible blah, 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 making it seem like you know how aids was mm-hmm. you know but the first you know woman to apparently catch it you know she's a black woman from georgia and she went on tiktok which i saw and she said she works in a gas station and she handles money, you know, money dirty. She, she got it from touching dirty money. First, I was like, she lying. Like, no, but know. she probably did. But I'm like, oh, it is possible because you know, at first when you look at her, it's only in her mouth area, right? It's in her face. So you think about it, you're like, mm, you probably will suck in a lick and something. Oh, that's messed up. You hear what I'm saying? But she said, no, I actually do have it all over my body. You just mainly see it on my face, but she showed that she has it all over her body, and because you know. You work in a gas station, you deal with the homeless population as well. You deal with different populations of people. And she said she got it from touching dirty money. Um, it, it, yeah, it's, it, it definitely sucks. It, it sucks. It sucks. But I guess maybe because monkey, monkey pox is new, but it's also not new at the same time. Side note, did you see the German man who knows his yes. rotting? Why would Hollywood Unlock not put a, the little cover image on that shit? But so the, basically, just to add more info, that German man, he got, he had a rotten nose and he first saw a little pimple, whatever. But um, the doctor said, oh, no, maybe it's just a little whatever, a little rash, use this medicine. But he said it starts to have like a little pus and starts to go dark. So he tested positive for syphilis, monkeypox, and HIV. Yes. All at once. All at once. And that HIV and syphilis were there on test. Like, he, you know, he was not diagnosed for it prior to this test that he did. Fucking ridiculous. I'm itching. I'm like you out, you out here. 
I'm like, what you was doing? You out here. Yo, no. You out here. Boy, yeah. your whole nose riding. You ugly. His nose is riding. You, you out here. So, you guys, listen, y'all need to be safe. Whether it's having safe, safe sex, being in safe spaces, being considerate and not be selfish and okay. not touch. You know, you got the monkey pox. You stay your ass at home. We know that, okay, thankfully, it can go away. So, it's not something that will live with you forever. But you have to allow weeks for it to, like, really go away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least allow weeks for that thing to like heal and you know not so. Yeah, so. let your blisters start scabbing over at least. Because natural people, naturally, people would have fear if they see it on you. Even if like, oh, that shit you know, look ugly. It, it looks nasty. It just it looks scary. It looks nasty. You know. I told you I'm gonna light my skin on fire. <laughs> I see that shit on me. I'm like, ah. you, yeah, like this is scary, man. But y'all motherfuckers need to do better, please. Shoot. Uh, but let's change the the tempo a little bit. So, before we get into this next thing, because it kind of leads up into it, I want to talk about Tink. So, Tink just dropped okay. a new album. And Tink's album, um, it, she did it with, um, what's that man named? Hitmaker, a.k.a. Youngberg. <laughs> <laughs> you love him. That's his name. The way you said it. Uh-huh. I'm, so anyway, her new album, she just dropped it today, and it is called Pillow. It's called like Between the Sheets or something. I'm lying. It's called like Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk. Not That's Between what it's called. the Sheets. It's called Pillow Talk. So I just wanted to make sure we talk about Tink, because I would feel horrible not talking about two Chicago natives collabing on music, two hometown heroes doing a project. Um, we know Tink, you know, from being signed to Timbaland originally. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what um, hindered her career was contract stuff being signed to him and she was compared a lot to Aaliyah which I think why just because she was signed to, to Tim uh-huh. and she had that one sample for the million mm-hmm. one in a million um so that was that but now I listened I did listen to the album okay I would give it uh, 6.5 6.7 out of 10 <laughs> okay why what is the criteria what is the um I like it I think a lot of this is the thing I think a lot of the songs have a repetitive theme Okay. They're like a lot of them are like, oh this 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 nigga cheating on me or this nigga not good for me but I'm still in love but this, you know I'm being stupid for this nigga. You called like, it a sad, sad R and B girl. I did. I called it sad R and B music, sad R and B girl because it's like it gives me that and this may be very regional to Chicago but there was like a, a wave in Chicago when we was high school where like the songs that we would listen to on YouTube were very much like. I'm heartbroken, but I'm in deep, deep love. My mm-hmm. deep, deep love is complicated. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that type of okay. music. Like, I put Tink, Queen Nyjah. Yeah. You know, those girls. I feel like the... the Maybe queen, Summer Walker I was going to say, bit. the queen of that is Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the most elite of that, that mm-hmm. group. But, but I am proud of Tink. Mm-hmm. I want to shit on the girl. She's consistent, too. She's, she's growing. Lie. Yeah. She's growing. I, I think of all her projects that I've listened to, this is the most... Um, Digestible. It's the most like, oh, okay, she tried to do something. She has some good samples. Okay. Her and Money Long did a remix of The Boy Is Mine, so they did mm. their own version of that. I wanted to listen to her album. Um, She got a Cater To You sample. She did that song with 2 Chainz. I'm not a fan when there are too many samples. It's not that many samples. It's like okay. maybe three. Okay. Um, But yeah, and then she had another one called Throwback, which was something. What, what sample was that? It was one of them H-Town, I think, Knocking the Boots. It was one of those samples. Okay. But that's what Hitmaker is known for. How many songs are on the album? Like 10? It's like, let me look at it right now. It's quite a few. It's more than 12. Okay. I don't and think if it's, it's like three, four samples, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's like up to 20 or anything. Girl, no, that's like Chris that. Brown. That's Chris Brown to be doing too much. Like, I'd be like, Christopher, 
Calm down. So she has 16, yeah, like I said, 16 songs. So yeah, it's not that bad. I definitely think it's a good listen. Okay. It's a good listen. So shout out to Tink. you can't put up to a seven. I mean, I could. But it's just like, it's not going to be like 6.9. Hell no. But yeah, coming off that album, it really just lets you know, like I said, we call that sad girl R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently in the news, Diddy came out and said that R&B is dead. Whoa. So let's talk about that for a minute, because Diddy not the first person to say that. Mm-hmm. Tank said it recently. Um, Sean from Boys to Men said the same thing. Tyrese made a comment about it. So let's talk about this. R&B is dead. What do you think about that? I don't think R&B is dead. I think it's obviously not the same. Yeah. It's definitely different. And like, yeah. you know, back in the day, R&B was mainstream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you go, you watch MTV, VH1, BET, like you hearing R&B. Yeah. Jodeci, whatever, everybody, you hearing yeah. them all the time. But now even the type of R&B, it isn't the original R&B. It's like R&B pop, you know. R&B track. It's modern R&B. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yes, are there, is this still, is, does R&B still uh, exist? Yes, because there are people like Money Long, there's Jasmine Sullivan, you know. But they're not, is what I notice, even like Tamar, Tamar Braxton, they're put on a different level, contemporary. Yeah, R&B. they definitely get put in that contemporary. young adult. Contemporary. Oh, that's contemporary, really? It's like slow jazz. Those quiet storms, slow jazz. Yes, yeah. they're put into like a whole different, and it's like, oh, damn, I forgot this person still makes music. You know what I'm saying? They're not really put on the radio. Unless if you go back to listen to Pandora, they made Pandora and we put them in the mix. But Apple Music, you know what I mean? Even Spotify, they don't come up as like the R&B regular mix. So if R&B you be think poppy now. R&B mute-like artists, give like five R&B artists that you like consider true to R&B. Jasmine Sullivan, mm-hmm. Tamar Braxton, um, actually Money Long. I do consider her. She's R&B. She's R&B. Three. That's three. Tank. Tank still makes music. Okay. I will consider Tank. Um, I mean, just because he just dropped the album, but he not. Actually, listen, didn't listen to the album. He's but not like, necessarily current. He's I'm, not current R&B. What do you mean? When the last time Tank put out an album other than the album he just put out? He be dropping little singles. He be, he's the one who be he dropping little, little sex singles. songs. Like he those, do got every song. Those little you sex right, songs right, that you, you be hearing. You right. When I don't we, listen to sex songs because I'm not having sex. So. Ooh, when, we, when do you listen to these songs? Because <laughs> I'm saying I'm not. I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> he drops like he drops a little whatever. I'm trying to think one more. Damn, one more, one more, one more. You said who? I'll go over Lucky Day. Actually, you know what? I don't listen to this new age R&B like Lucky Day. What's the other one? There's some other guys. Brent Fayez. I don't consider yeah, it, but I, don't I really think Brent Fayez is messing up R&B. He part of the people that's destroying R&B for me. Why? Because he don't be saying shit. Sorry, Shantae, because Shantae love. What about Division, though? Division makes good R&B. This is the first little toxic song he ever made, but Division been making music. Oh, yeah, he been making that's music. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. So I can still consider Division yeah, like R&B. R&B. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's my fifth person. Um, a group. Her. Harvey yes. Lennox is more soul, I guess, but. Yeah, and that's nothing else. Just going to differentiate soul from R&B because it's Because every girl that sings is not an R&B singer. Ab- absolutely. You know, fact. Scissors R&B. This is a lead R&B for me. But she has some poppiness to her, She's though. definitely R&B pop. You she know? She's R&B pop. She's R&B pop. But I think the big thing is that, like, 
the content of R&B has changed, which is what I think people are really more referring to. Because, like, the actual genre of R&B, I don't think is dead. I think we still have songstresses and, you know, people that sing and stuff. But I do think that... Um, R&B in the 90s, 2000s, 70s, 80s, all the time we've known R&B. R&B has always been romantic music, like right. rhythm and blues, that type of, uh-huh. you know, love, devotion, adoration uh-huh. for R&B. These Whether days, it's breakup or whatever. Yeah, or even sexy, you mm-hmm. know, something, something like that. These days, R&B is very toxic. I hate the word toxic, but it's very much like... I think it's tumultuous more, relationship. But you know what? I think it's also more of the beat too, like the sound, the production behind it. Because R and B back in the day, it's also some toxic shit. That all this like male True. groups were singing, like what? True. I forgot what specific one I'm saying. Oh, is it Carl? Is it Carl Thomas? It was one of them. Talking about I want you, but I was talking about another lady. It's a lot of you them. know. Come on, like it's a lot of songs with women going in on men. That was Tony Braxton. You know, you're not a real man. Whatever, like still, you know, there's songs like that. that was That's facts. That's facts. But it's the production behind it that is different. Like it's like now the labels are all about. Let's add some pop to it. What is gonna make it mainstream? Because when we think mainstream, is like what's gonna get to the white audience. What's going to take on TikTok? Yeah, exactly. What's the white audience? What white, what white artist can you get on this beat if you were to make a remix? Can Justin Bieber get on this? Hell no. That's what it, it's about nowadays. So r and is not R&B. Like, R&B really was like black music. Like, even if a white person tried to get on it, it's like, uh-uh. It's even, like, yeah, they did, their voice didn't fit. Unless, because, you, know, you know, back in the day, there was some Tina white. Marie. Okay, I was just going to say, there were some white artists that you're like, damn, I didn't know they were white till okay, I saw how Bill they with us. Okay. So, is R.B. dead? No. I still think there are some authentic. What's his name? Hamilton. Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. Oh, Anthony Hamilton. Come on now. He, now, he make R&B. Is it R&B also? That's a good question. I think he does both. Okay. Music maybe soul, soul child, maybe. yes. I don't. But is music he active? Come, That's what I'm saying. Are these people active? Anthony is active. Anthony okay. is active. Um, but music, I don't know as of mm-hmm. late. Like new songs, no, I don't know. I do think R and B is not dead. I just don't think that they are the forefront. Not the same. They're it's just not. not the, they're not the not. icons anymore. Like even for where, black music, it's for, not. for for black music, and that's only what we speaking about because you know it's really a black music thing. Yeah. But like whereas maybe the the heavy hitters in black music were like a genuine Usher, Tyrese, Tank. The heavy hitters these days are a Drake, Lil Baby, Lil Durk. It's all rapper so it's like i think that it just has put r&b music in the back burner back burner yeah that's just what like the the top people they just not singing absolutely i totally agree with that absolutely agree. but if we're still talking about r&b um a versus that we've been itching for at least i've been kind of itching mm-hmm. for for a little bit is two of Arguably, two of the production kings of okay. R&B, um, which is today was announced that there is supposed to be a versus between Diddy and Jermaine Dupri. Let's clap that one up. Now, that's going to be a hit. I'm definitely going to watch that because Diddy got what? Faith Evans. Biggie. Jam- okay. 112. Jermaine Danity has what? Kane. Escape. Day 26. It's it's a lot going on. Usher is on mm-hmm. Jermaine. Is Usher Jermaine or Diddy? Jermaine, really? Jermaine, that's a that's a. But ATL was it boy. was it Diddy just like his mentor? Because I think no, Diddy was his mentor. Diddy, no, he was not. Diddy t- did two or three songs. Jermaine is is Usher. Usher is is Jermaine. 
Jermaine mm, Dupree. Okay, okay, he, okay, okay. He did. I need a girl. Yeah, but yeah. That's it. But I think you know because I watched his um one on one, not one on but TV one like documentary, and I think he was unsung, saying, unsung TV. Um, not, Diddy was his mentor. Oh like, really? He looked, you know how like he was Justin Bieber's mentor. Usher was just yeah yeah in that same sense really I mm-hmm. thought it was definitely more Jermaine Dupree that's weird to I think music say that. wise yes. yeah because okay. it's like but I'm ready because again Jermaine got Janet Mariah mm-hmm. um, Escape, Escape. Mm-hmm. Bow Wow mm-hmm. The Brat yeah so so deaf yes I mean we could just keep going so so deaf so so deaf is Jermaine's label so, really so deaf them franchise boys them mm-hmm. like we can go like Diddy. This is going to be a battle. Like, I'm going to stay Absolutely. up for this. I will see that. I will, I will definitely watch I'm that. I'm put that on projector. I ain't brought the projector. I'm going <laughs> put that on the projector. That's, that's definitely a good one. That's, that's definitely a good one. one. Especially even watching, like, Real Housewives back again. That's a watch party. Like, yeah, I'm just like, okay, okay. Like, they, he definitely saw a lot of people. And he started young, too. But don't get diddy. Like, it's just, I don't, who do you think is going to win between those two? That's a hard one. That's a very that's hard a one. That's a hard 20. That's a hard one. Who do you think has the longest though career? Oh, equal. Damn. It's it, it's super equipped. It's literally a regional thing. It is. A regional it's just super thing. regional. It is it's, super it's just, regional. Well, regional in the sense that they also became like past the regional too. No, it's regional in like depending on where you're from, you lean what towards. towards but yes. they were equivalent of each other on their coast. Like Diddy yeah, is the East Coast, East Jermaine. Coast, York, Jermaine yeah. is the East Coast. Is Atlanta? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're yeah. definitely. I'm trying to think. What did I listen to more? Because when so you fun. listen to R and B, when you listen to R and B, you probably I would listen say Jermaine. to Jermaine. But when you listen to rap, rap and hip hop, it's probably Diddy. In hip hop, it is Diddy. Because you're not gonna tell me I'm not listening to Kim. Biggie, um, uh, was Mary Jablodge was Mary. Mary. Come on, like, like, nah, we, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, mind you, we making the band kids. We that era of MTV. Day 26, um, Danny D. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Cassie, like, Diddy. I, it's Diddy. both for me because I'm yeah. not gonna ever dismiss Bow Wow in my that, life. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm excited. I, to say the least, I'm excited. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So next news. Um. Dwayne Wade. He files petition to legally change Zaya Wade's name and gender. Um. He is stepping behind his 15 year old daughter and continues to be an ally and one of her biggest supporters regarding her identity. The father mm-hmm. of four filed court papers Thursday morning, petitioning for his transgender daughter to change her name officially. What are your thoughts regarding that? I know the world is mad, but I feel like I feel like. We knew this was eventually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, since Zaya has been, what, 12, Zaya has decided that she is Zaya. Mm-hmm. And he is she. Mm-hmm. And it just was a matter of time before more and more of the transition began happening. I think we all were kind of starting to get comfortable with Zaya um, portraying more in, in her feminine mm-hmm. self. And now, you know, it's just another step towards, like, making more permanence of the issue. Yeah. I think that b- the, the first big thing is going to be when we first start noticing those maybe transitions, if she decides to transition. Right. But last I heard, she wasn't trying to. Last I heard, she was trying to go the E.J. Johnson route. Okay. Um, but E.J. Johnson is to E.J. Johnson, right? He's not a transgender. No. Because it in, does say transgender daughter. Yeah, I'm saying, but in terms of, like, the... The physical? The physical. 
But when you put in that transgender, let's go by what that term means. Yes. Is your transitioning. Is your transitioning. Change your gender. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But last, she talked about it that I heard from Between Gab's book and all that other stuff. She said that she wasn't interested in doing a gender reassignment surgery. She just wanted to be identified as such. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that Dwayne Wade is really living in what he's trying to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that a lot of people say they support their kids or say that they, you know, whatever. But Dwayne um, had has been put up to the task of supporting this from a child so early. I think that when we see it with a lot of stars and their children... Their mm-hmm. kids are, like, already, like, 25 and up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you just supporting the choice that they was going to make regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Dwayne and Gabrielle, it's really uh, 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 making this part of the lifestyle and the upbringing of the child. Yeah. It is courageous, to say the least. I think it's courageous. And I think it's something to be, you know, it's 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 it's, it's honorable to me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think that as a parent, I'm not a parent, but um, what I envision parenthood being is being blessed to have the opportunity to to navigate somebody through adulthood Mm -hmm. and through their life and their journey. Yeah. And I think one of the most, um, one of the highest forms of parenting is understanding that you may not always like the choices, but as as the parent, as the person that brought them into the world, it's somewhat of your duty to protect them and guide them and support them through it. Absolutely. So this is one of those decisions where it's like, my kid isn't a murderer. My kid isn't, you know, all of the horrors of the world. My kid is just saying that they just want to be a different gender. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the in the general scheme of society, that's a very, very hard concept to understand that a child that you know, you know, we all know how we are with our kids or with kids. We have these ideals of how we see them or want them. Yeah. So to literally be faced with the complete opposite of whatever you envisioned for your original son. Yeah. Um, I think that Dwayne as an athlete, as a picture of masculinity, is doing a great job navigating it. I feel that. Um, for me, I definitely do give him credit, you know, because as you mentioned, you know, the whole sexuality or gender reassignment, whatever you want to call it, it's a different, it's a tough topic, especially as a parent, knowing that you either gave birth to a girl who wants to be a boy or vice versa. Like, yeah. it's like, is this what I, you know, because, yeah. you know, the it's like if, for me, it's just like, oh, I gave birth to a girl and she wants to be a boy. It's like, mm. oh, this is something different. This is yeah. someone completely different. I think the only thing I would say is that, you know, he's 15. I don't mind the, the name change. You know what I'm saying? Because, exactly. you know, you know, especially as Africans, name is really of importance to us. Yeah. We, you know, we don't, we're not like Americans that name kids table, stone, tree, flower, whatever. Like, it has to have a deep meaning, you know? Yeah. And you have to, it has to resonate with who you are, too, you know? Yeah. So people change their names all the time. And if she, you know, feels like, oh, you know, I don't feel... What's her original name? Zion? I don't feel like Zion. a Zion. I'm a Z- Zaya. Zion. Zaya. Um, I get that. But I think I am also surely hesitant with concerning, like, the gender reassignment thing because I like for individuals to experience life and grow a little bit older. Why? Because I've also seen a lot of documentation about those who did change their genders and then went back to the original gender. So now, obviously, this isn't the case for everybody. Everyone's story is different. Um, but just to also allow room, um, because, you know, as kids, we know, remember how we're at 15. Now, of course, I'm not going to 
compare experiences because I never had the idea or thought of changing genders or changing my sex, you know. But I remember there are times that I thought some some stuff that I'm just that now that I'm older, I'm like, mm, why do I think like that, you know? Or maybe I need to experience more life, or maybe I need to be in a different setting, or maybe I need to think more about it. Um, again, not disputing how Zaya feels, um, but just as a parent, I would wait till this is just me speaking individually about me and my home. I would wait till my child is just a little bit older, you know. Well, I will say this mm-hmm. just for clarification: Zaya is not doing any gender reassignment right mm-hmm. now. It's only changing the name and changing the gender on paper. Yeah, and you know okay. that, of course, and that's you know when it comes legal and you know for me everything. Spiritually, spiritual, the spiritual aspect comes into play with every with certain things. You know what I'm saying? So if you're caring yourself and living yourself as a woman, that also plays a role to, you know, how you develop as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yes, I, I'm ha- I don't want to say I'm happy. I think it's good or there is some positivity in the fact that he's not changing now. Again, we don't know. Her, she came out her book. She came out her book last month or whatever. No, no, you know it was what a saying? minute ago. It was a minute ago. Yeah. And, you know, he's 15. 15 is different from 13. She's 15, 15, right. She's 15. Is there from 13? Is there from 14? Like, it'd be like six months ago. What was our mindset? Maybe a little bit different how we think right now, whether it's relationship or ourselves as an individual. You know, now we're talking, I was like, I feel like a different person. I feel much clearer. I feel whatever, whatever, compared to how I felt six months ago. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that has been brought up into conversations that we don't know because, again, we don't know what goes on in their private lives, in their private homes. So for me... I would just say, if I was in that situation, I would say, okay, I'll allow my child to be a little bit older. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, is 18 that, even though 18 is the legal age of, of adulthood, but is it really the age of adulthood? Whether it's 18, 21, I'll just say a little bit older, maybe out of high school, just to see them on their own alone. But I am definitely going to credit the fact that it is, especially him being a celebrity, being a spotlight, and, you know, he is that, like, um, example of masculinity being a basketball player he's tall he's dark he's handsome he's a black man it is tough you know so for him to be able to support his son because no matter what i would always support my child you know i'm not one of those parents that'd be like i'm gonna disown you no yeah. so i i know that takes a lot of strength you know mm-hmm. even as a black man i i know that he probably even has some struggle and a lot you know, of people as an say individual. a lot a, like absolutely people, people have really turned on him and gabrielle union yeah on, yeah on Dwayne. like the things that people say on the internet about them about how Dwayne, how gabby has has stripped Influenced Dwayne, and, da, da, da. And, I'm just like, and i'm just like what i wish them well like yeah no i don't think it's that deep but i wish zaya really you know feels comfortable in who she feels or however they identify um, and, you know, finds what they're truly looking for. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, that topic is a really – I have a, just a quick comment to make. Um, you know when um, – what was it? Was it um, Dave Chappelle? It was somebody that said – it was somebody, somebody that really said how – transgender woman is not really a f- you're not fully a woman you know like you're mm. a transgender woman but you're not yeah. a woman and vice versa yeah and on tiktok a, a transgender woman she was like she agrees with you know dave Chappelle. like she's a transgender woman who is a father to three kids yeah so her kids still calls her dad right like caitlin yeah right exactly and he was like Yes, I am a transgender woman, and that's exactly what I am because I am transgendered. I wasn't born or biologically a woman, whatever. But on the other hand, you have transgender woman who says, "No, I am a woman." You I mean, I saying? feel like those people still struggling. Ah, 
You but, know, truth, truth be told, I'm not saying it's so being So you, you say they're too struggling in what, though? In, like, figuring out the balance of their identity. Because, okay. like, when you got to yell and when you're so combative like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's really nothing more but to validate yourself. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's yeah. in any space. That's not even just in the trans space. Absolutely. So are you saying that they should be okay with saying they're the transgender woman? Or you're yeah, saying- because at the end of the day, like, the, the reality of it is you are a transgendered woman. Yeah, you're yeah. not a natural-born woman. There yeah. is a difference between those two and things. And no matter how much you feel... Like, like a, a woman, woman, or how much you cosmetically change yourself to have woman it's just appearances. Certain things, like the the omission of a period, has changed your has. It's just. Simple. But you know, some people can banter that with saying there are some women, naturally born women, who don't have their period. There's some naturally born women who have reproductive um, issues where they can't have kids. Right? That's a different. So thing. does that make them less of a woman? Like, okay, she can have a kid and she's a naturally born. No, or but she that's does, a, Or she went through menopause at a very young age, or never had a period in her whole life. So does that. Are we on the same level? You're not going to be on the same level because that woman is still experiencing an experience for womanhood. Mm. That is different Mm. to find out as a woman that you are experiencing a reproductive issue versus being a nigga that wants to now be a woman. Yeah. yeah. So that's completely... To have that expectation... Mm-hmm. Of like, cause you know I think it's like, different. It's so different. It's like I fucking knock on wood, but I don't know what my reproductive. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. if God forbid a couple years from now I find out? Oh, I'm not yeah able to fully have children or whatever. That's a completely different experience from absolutely. Oh, I just can't have. Cause I wish I them well. Man. I wish them well. You know, I think he's did a good job as a father. That's all I could say. Yeah, shout out to Dwayne because mm-hmm. Dwayne tried. Let's move on to our favorite segment of the episode. Analodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, woo! fast. So, the Lodo of the week is young lady Terrica Williams. So, she's a Florida A&M University graduate, and she started some you know, rattled some folks up by basically posting a picture. A very She did a racy photo shoot. Of herself in front of the campus, you know, like each school have their statue, whatever campus, and then it's of her literally naked. She's naked, her booty is to the camera. That's horrible. And she's facing to the camera, and to her, she she doesn't see anything wrong. You know, she, she took the picture in front of the the, the university's uh, mascot. What do you think about this? That's a deplorable act. Because I'm just like, okay, as black people, come on now. It's certain things that... That's a deplorable ugh. act. Like, why would you do that? Stupid. And to her, she's like, it's, you know, it's art. Uh, you know, like, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. You know, I just, I like taking risks. I like being risque. You know black women think their body is art. You, so you saying our body is not art? I'm saying everybody ain't every art. <laughs> it's levels. And also, there's certain art that can't be happening in different places. Like, okay. just to say, like, people be, this would be pissing me off. People be just saying, throwing shit. And it's like, that still doesn't excuse the action. Okay, even if it's art, this is still inappropriate art. Absolutely. Like, all right, okay, and art. You're going to do this outside? But that ain't the art that, that, that attributes you to being associated with the university. Exactly. There's such a thing as risque, whatever art, but bitch, them motherfuckers is not graduates of the university they're going to. Like, what are you talking about? It's it's ridiculous. She literally was butt naked. She was butt ass naked. She had this long had snake, to be thick. snake. She said she had the nerve to be No, because it is different. Like, I was thinking about that the other day, how, like, you know how there's a conversation about little girls being fast because, like, they develop early or whatever. And I was like, yeah, it's definitely pedophilia if you, if you like, 
do that because at the end of the day, their mind is not developed enough mm-hmm. to make the same decisions you would. They don't have an equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. But like some women, bitch, you know that you too thick to be wearing that shit to work. I was thinking about it in relation to what people was wearing to work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, you know damn well that your body should, like you too thick to wear that to work. Like yeah. simple as that. Like your body type. It's just it, too. It doesn't make it professional. It doesn't. It that took it away because it's like, well, damn. Now you curvy, but on the plus side, when we go out to the club, you can wear a bandeau and leggings and look sexy, and, and exact, I gotta go the extra mile. Exactly. So it's an exchange. True. It's an exchange. True. 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 But yeah, it, it's definitely. And then it's for your graduation picture at like that. So is that what you're gonna post in your house, your father's house? They're gonna say, Dad, I graduated. That's what you're gonna show your picture. kids. Exactly, naked. I, I'm trying to figure out what was the origin, what was the inspiration behind this. Absolute trash. She just want to say, I, I'm a whore that graduated. She trying to say she's sexy. She want to be an Instagram <laughs> model so bad. Well, I mean, she in the shade room now. She made it to the shade room. Hmm. True. Mm-hmm. All right, you all. So let's talk about our um, care for the culture this week. So this week, our care for the culture goes to slutty vegan owner um and entrepreneur pinky cole pinky cole is the owner founder um and lead chef of lead chef of slutty vegan slutty vegan is a chain of vegan restaurants um that started in atlanta so she opened up a couple of restaurants in atlanta and now she is expanding her business to brooklyn new york we are so excited for her because at the end of the day this is black women in a restaurant business it's not easy okay and she literally started from the ground up we've been following pinky cole literally for at least like four years now yeah um so to see what her and her husband is doing it is indeed and she helping people too black excellent it sure is it really is awesome that's great i think we've come to the end of our episode do you have any extra thoughts any extra notes any whatever you like to add mm-hmm all right. Um, so my quote of the day is actually regarding Dwayne Wayne. You know, with him being a father, my quote says, only the best dads let their children fly. Only the most loved children will soar. Thanks to the fathers who give their kids the wings that they need. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, fathers are really important in, you know, a child's life. It's you know what I mean? Like fathers or father figure. If you have a, a good male figure, it's really important. So shout out to him for allowing his child to be who she wants to be. You know, just love your child through thick and thin, in and out. Love them for who they are, even if you may not agree with it. Amen. But y'all make sure you follow us on our social media. Make sure you share our podcast to your friends, your family, your mama. And this is Cross Culture. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me